This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ. A post-credit scene podcast, a 14HQ original, Loki. One of the most interesting MCU characters for me and one of the best MCU characters, to be honest with you, has his uh, second season coming out of his series on Disney+. Plus. Um, so we wanted to do a quick preview of the Loki series, the Loki character, who a character who I'd like to think we all have a, a, an affinity towards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so, Hoss, before you do your little research, because I know you're, you're you're about to get us some Loki facts, just talk to me about your relationship with the, with the character Loki, how you came to knowing him, liking him, your thoughts and feelings on, on the character. Do you know what? Yeah, I was um, very... I was kind of satisfied with his arc when it ended in... in, in uh, well, actually, no, start of Endgame. No, it was Infinity War. Infinity War. We'll start yeah, Infinity yeah, yeah. War. Thanos, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, yeah. a scene, by the way. What a scene, and like yeah. the way he tried to manipulate Thanos in typical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even when when Thanos killed him and said, um, "This time you, you're not coming back," it was as almost as if like Kevin Feige was like talking through Thanos, like guys. Okay. He's not coming back. Do you know what I'm saying? Is it the best opening scene to MCU for? I think so, man. Ebony Moore so. was oh my so god yeah. was spitting yeah. bars absolutely outstanding he was, he was spitting man cold cold scene even, even the aesthetics the way it looked was very Star Wars you know? yeah. I mean, it was beautiful like it was uh, even like when, with like the ship like blowing up <laughs> and then the assumptions of people dying mm. and everything people floating horrible man do you know what I mean absolutely fantastic yeah, he's had such an interesting journey from from the, the first four film where he's it, no from it was, the, was it the first Thor film or was it it, um, it, it was the first Avengers film no 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 first Thor film introduced him and he's got this chip on his shoulder very charismatic but very arrogant but also you can tell there there's a there's a subtlety and a nuance to his character right yeah and and he even had like multiple arcs when you when you really think about it like you know he, he had an arc of like in the first in the first two films of the first two thought films sorry it was mainly about where he was from you know his like dad and his identity his was such identity an important him, right? massive thing for him and then after that it, it, it became the the obsession of his do you think of his rightful heir do you think his identity was a a natural then sort of causation of him then wanting to be this villain and attention seeker and someone that always wanted to be seen mm. wanted power because he that was I think it was an interesting thing where because his identity was something that was sort of unknown to him to an extent yeah it was sort of dubious because obviously he wasn't um oh, what's the father's name again uh Odin Odin wasn't his true father right and mm. he finds it out and I think that kind of plays a role in his sort of inability to to be a, a decent person mm-hmm. yeah 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 and and and, and he's he's a um i think he thought that 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 having power brings love and yeah um i think like and that was what he really that's what he wanted at, at the end of you know the day and then it gets to the end of obviously to the, the start of um infinity war i mean um at the end of thor ragnarok he realizes that he doesn't need that like thor being the leader of, of these people doesn't affect how much people love him or etc and he was he finally came to like a self-realization mm. and then obviously the next time we see him literally the first the first scene he dies amazing scene yeah no, no one dies, sacrifices himself. he sacrifices himself and he knows what he's doing as well okay and um, i mean like I, I think people forget about that about about vaccine oh yo that was stupid of him doing that da, 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 da. And I, I think like it was important for, for for Thor's arc as well at the same time as well like he, um, I don't think Thor gets to where he gets to without a, yeah um, so I think it was it was a satisfying but really sad ending because I love the character um, so when I heard that there was a, obviously when but don't forget Endgame because you can't talk about the series without talking about them going back in time oh yeah wonderful um, 
Yeah, but even that, like when when that happened, then it was like, oh, we could be seeing, you know, looking. And then they announced, obviously, the 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 series. I was apprehensive, but the, I think the stealing of the tesseract kind of is important to note because it gives you an indication. He Loki is a character that isn't has done awful things, mm-hmm. and he's he's not necessarily a bad person, though. Mm-hmm. and he's not necessarily a good person. I think we love those characters with nuance and range and grey area characters where mm. you can see the hope in Loki mm-hmm. and you can see who he could potentially be. Yeah. But he's sometimes always drawn back to what he normally what he knows. Mm. So for example, taking the Tesseract and, and running off of it. It's typical Loki. And I think that's why like Loki is interesting, right? Um as in the season. Sorry, this the this the TV yeah T V show. Because when he when he when he drops off um in the t- time and space continuum or wherever it is, he is he's the Loki that just tried to take over. Oh who's in the golden desert, yeah, in, yeah, Mon- but, in Mongolia. Yeah. And he tries to take over Earth. He just tried to take over Earth. He's not the Loki that we've that that we ended with. Yeah. with you know, he's been enlightened and, and gone through three different arcs. This is the first was, arc uh, Loki. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So it was like he's still an evil he's still trying to be conniving the the god the, the god of the god of uh mischief. Yeah. So um Glorious it, it, purpose. Yeah. So like if you had no patience, I guess as like a novice uh, watcher you, you would go, oh, I have to go through this again. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you know what I mean? But the way it was written it was like your story doesn't have to be written one way and I think that's what's beautiful about Loki like he had various ways of telling his story mm. I think the difference with that one is because he got shown his own death yeah and I think that obviously uh, triggered a change into him so that's why we don't get the, that's very true actually that's why we don't get the same Loki like this, the Loki um, when he tried to take over Earth and then there's the same Loki that we see transition yeah and then obviously we get the branch of Loki just after he tries to take over Earth yeah and we don't see the same transition because there was a quick change which made sense like you, you've seen your own death so if you carry on being like this that you're gonna end up dead that's a very good point that's a very good point and and uh, you know um, Loki was the second Disney Plus series right I think first right. was so Captain uh, Captain America Falcon Falcon Winter Soldier was the second that was series. second yeah. that was second mm. so it was one division and then that mm-hmm. crazy so we got two out of three in the, in, in the first one they must have thought they were, they were on fire you know <laughs> even Falcon wasn't it wasn't great but no no it wasn't, it wasn't that bad it wasn't bad but it was just I, I enjoyed it I thought it, it, it was a good action series the the fake Captain America not Sam but the I forgot his name John John, John, John Walker oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was actually a better so villain than uh, what were they called anyway we're off topic but you yeah, know yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. Yeah. I feel like I could have done more with him but yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I, yeah I actually thought it was a good good series I think people were just basing it off the MCU which made it way harder but if, if it was like an individual action series I think people would enjoy it way more I think we would enjoy it less interesting but yeah what did you guys think of the opening then of, of Loki where he's obviously in the desert and we're introduced to the TVA which is kind of like if you're not in this comic book world and you're not into, if you're not in, in, t- in touch with sort of these storylines it's quite a new storyline right to, to be introduced to Manny what was your feelings because I know you're not necessarily someone that's deep into the comic book so for you your first experience with the TVA obviously the TVA were Time Variant Association I believe that's what they're called please forgive me if I'm wrong the what sorry Time Variant the, uh, the Time Variant of authority. authority that's the one perfect um, obviously Loki was arrested for crimes against the sacred timeline and yeah just talk to me about your sort of first thoughts if you remember much from um 
yeah, I, I remember being excited for the season because I think they got Loki was getting quite a lot of good reviews, um, if I remember correctly. It was like a level of excitement. It's getting really good. Uh, 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 around the series. So, yeah, I was excited to see what was going to happen. And also, I'm a sucker for a bit of mystery. Um, so, oh, from, yeah. from, from very early on, you can, you can tell there's a story here that needs to be unraveled. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer was dope as well. Yes, yeah. It played to that yeah. quite a lot. And because we, we were getting, um, I don't know if we got teasers, but obviously with everything with um, Kang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, got, teasing that for, we, for, we, we got we we got bad teasers. Yeah. So yeah, so we we know like un, we know we're going to something huge, mm. and even with this that I was going to mention, but you got up now. I know, just, oh, just, that just, was cold. That, that reference was amazing. Just for you, just for you, When when Loki goes into the drawers of one of the employees, and when you sees um, Infinity Stones. Like imagine this and they, call, they call them ge- like, gems or something. What, like what, yeah. what, like the, the, actually paperweight. Yeah, yeah, paperweight. <laughs> Bro, hilarious. Imagine spending how many films, how many years, literally fighting for your life for these stones when them not just just have it as just any that's stationary. Mm. Have these stones as stationary, uh, but that should showcase just how much bigger the, the universe is. Mm, it um, definitely expanded the universe, right? Yeah, and then mm-hmm. Thanos is just literally was just like a, a, a drop of water mm. yeah. into the, um, the the massive universe. It was, it's really it, cool. it was also the introduction of the of the the multiverse, multiverse. Yeah. right? So it's like it's 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 what Marvel was setting tone for for. You know, etc. Um, et like in One Division, we got we got they, they mentioned it so many times. It was a very big mention, Evan. I think having um, having Wanda go through her psychotic um, um, thingy moment and then building a different uh, reality was a parallel. I think it was parallel to what was coming. It was foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was like this isn't actually a multiverse, but there is a possibility of different realities here. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and it carried on that and. Um, one of my like favorite bits, okay, was the characters that were introduced to to us. I think out of all of the series that we've got so far, great characters, such Miss amazing. Minutes. So Miss Minutes, Mobius, Mobius was called. Oh my Who god, remains. he Owen, remains. Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson was. Oh Wilson, yeah. yeah. No, the standard, the standard of acting, fantastic. Best cast of TV show. I think uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah, yeah, Disney yeah. Plus definitely. Yeah. Um, what I really enjoyed was the introduction of the TVA with its sort of. Bureaucratic and sort of authoritative structure kind of served as commentary for order and chaos, yeah, in terms of the multiverse. And one of the scenes that really stood out to me, where it was like a manipulative scene, was obviously what you spoke about before with Loki seeing his own death, yeah, and seeing some of the things that he's done in in, in a time that he wasn't aware he'd done those, which is crazy, by the way. It's kind of completely warps his perception of who he is, what he's done, and who he kind of wants to be yeah. going forward. And it's great. Great. Do you think I think people at the time when they were watching it, they thought it was kind of a cheat code? It, it was like you're making Loki live through his arc so then he can act like how he was acting at the end of uh, uh no, it wasn't a, it wasn't an immediate change in Loki. Yeah, but yeah. It, it definitely is a cheat code, but I think it's a good one. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes sense. Um, yeah. like and spe- like what what other choice would you would you have for him to go through a different arc and then have a create a completely different character? Or speed run it in a way that actually makes sense to the story. Yeah, I prefer that. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I hear. I don't think it's Miss Minutes and Ramona. I forgot her name, but the uh, the black lady, superb actress, by the way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Ramona, great, great characters. And I think what the next episode does, obviously, we're introduced to Sylvie, which we might get into a bit later. Um, but we're introduced to Nexus events, right? Which is our disturbances in the timeline caused by variant actions. And obviously, Sylvie is the character that that the time variant authority. Authority. Authority have been chasing for for quite some time. 
um, and we immediately see Loki forming a connection with somebody that is essentially another version of him. Which I think is mm. quite quite an interesting um, story. But yeah. very interesting, and I think the only way uh, I, I think we said this actually in in our Loki season one review uh, last season. Okay, and I think we'll talk about how like he um, the only way he could learn it took him so many um, so many films, so many. Uh, moments with the Avengers and with Thor and with Thor's compatriots, etc., to even learn how to be not like a good guy, but but to but to but to understand insecurities and the human understanding, you know, etc. It took him it took him so many even his his um, relationship with Hulk and and Valerie and um, and all these people, yeah. yeah uh, it took him so much to get through that. But then in Loki, it, it was like the only like he learned so much faster because he was learning from himself. Mm. I mean, he was learning from 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 different different versions versions of himself. You know what I mean? And that's probably the best um, the best way to teach him because he's so self-indulged, he's so self-obsessed, you know, he's a god of mischief, you know, he he creates 18 clones of himself when he fights, do you know what I mean? Okay, etc. So I think seeing different versions of himself, good and bad, old and new and formed, whatever it mm. was, you know, really brought him to light. I think Sylvie was um, the annoyance. It, 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 Sylvie was almost like what he was to Thor. Do you know what I mean? Um, like he was mm. thought in that in that situation, and and she was him. Mm. You know, she was very like she was she was um, impulsive. She had stuff emotions. She was selfish. She had one goal, and that she, she couldn't believe that somebody wanted to deteriorate from that goal. And she would lie. And do you know what I'm saying? And it was it was it was a lot for him because he kept saying to her, "Stop lying, <laughs> stop lying." And yeah, I I thought it was it was beautiful it, it, it was a beautiful uh, parallel how did you feel about um, Sylvie's introduction Manny I really enjoyed it I, I, I really fucked with the character I really, oh you do yeah yeah I really fucked with the character played by Sofia Di, Di Martino Di Martino yeah I think she brought um, a, a, a similar to what I said like it brought a different dynamic into what Loki was as a character now the dynamic is, is shifted from him being the more Mitchell probably not the right word but mm-hmm. um more sensible mm. one, I, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in um, in the circumstances of them two were together, and again, it just brought a new a new nuance to what who Loki is and, and the kind of person he can be, uh, and and also get, give us a more um, I guess layered story in terms of having a separate Loki that essentially kind of still mentally similar to the Loki that we had in, mm-hmm. in previous um, Avenger films. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed, and I really enjoyed the dynamic that them two had. Um, and especially, we're gonna get to it, but to, towards the end with um, how she react. I know, I know, I know where we want to get yeah. to. But, but, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it that. But yeah, I, I really no, I definitely agree with you. And I think what was interesting was we find out more about Sylvie's story. Yeah. So we find out that she was snatched essentially from her home at a very, very young age by the TVA, um, and that kind of shaped the rest of her life because she spent the rest of her life on the run, hiding in apocalypses and hiding from the TVA. So her relationship with the TVA and her understanding of, of life is completely different to Loki's, despite them being very similar characters. Yeah. Her understanding of love, loneliness, uh, feelings, having relationships with people. She's never really had the opportunity to ever develop those skills and those feelings. Well, all she's it done... Was, it was all, snatched away from her. All she's done ever, though, is run. Is run. Right? So it's like... And we've seen that, like, with, with, with like, with, like a few characters. Whereas Loki has had the... He's had a family. Yeah. And he's completely been ignorant to that. And even though it was, they were wrong, he's had purposes. You know, everything he's done has been with a purpose. But yeah, that's, that's the difference. I think because 
Loki was with the Avengers and he and he was around people, he was able to de- develop empathy. Mm-hmm. While um, eventually, Sylvie, yeah. But Sylvie wasn't given that opportunity to develop in the same way that Loki was. And then she couldn't. She couldn't. Which we found out right at the end, obviously, obviously in episode six. But like, she, 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 she didn't even trust him at the end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she, she. Her whole life has been getting to the point where they were at the Citadel, and she couldn't believe that Loki was sitting there listening to him and actually believing everything he he he. I think especially considering the moment they had in the previous episode, right? Yeah, where, yeah. Where they they kissed and they kissed, yeah, yeah. And and by the way, even that whole uh, the whole um, sexuality thing adds so much more depth as well to yeah. to, uh, to Loki as well. To, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd really, really agree. Yeah, so much, so much more depth because to him it was like he like it not in like he like he was he was open to 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 uh, um love do you know what i mean like it was never like which 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 it suits his character so well as well yeah. suits it so well you know what i mean that that he he's he's actually so open to love but he's also um running away from it at every step um which is crazy but yeah tom hiddleston by the way he he found the role man he found the role i i, I don't think right at the start he was born for the role but i think he grew into it and really yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he was. A, I, I think he was amazing, but I don't think he was like how I look at like Chris Evans and uh, Robert uh, Downey Jr. as like they were born to play those roles. They like they literally were birthed to play those roles. I think after the Avengers film, um, we got Thor three or whatever it was. Or Thor, no, we got Thor two after that, mm-hmm. and, he, and he was good in it as well. He was probably the the, the, the best thing in the film. Hundred percent. But he wasn't. But the film was so badly written that he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't shine. Maybe um, because he was originally originally auditioning for the role of Thor. Of Thor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, made no sense. <laughs> At all, love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. But then, yeah, but like, um, but then like, we we don't get much of Loki after that for a while. Yeah. Do, you, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So, my, you're left with this taste of, I call like, Thor, uh, Dark World. So yeah, it's so like I I I didn't think he was born to play it, but then when you see him in Ragnarok, for me, was his best. He was incredible in Ragnarok. Mm. He was so good, man. He was so smart. He was so good in Ragnarok. I love that. I think Hela was a nice um, sort of opposite for both him and for yeah. in that. She was that, what a character. That so was. much went on, man, during that. I loved it, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a big one. But yeah, I really enjoyed Miss Minutes was great because the, the contrast of Miss Minutes from the beginning to the last episode mm. is probably one of the best aspects of her character or mm. the character of Miss Minutes because first, very pleasant and the tone mm-hmm. of that character changes in that last episode. Superb. Um, Gugu Mapfa Raw, who plays Ramona Rensl- Ravona, Ravona Renslayer. Judge Renslayer. She was great as well. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed her performance because, again, she was another character that had that was sort of sold a lie and believed a lie and was so devout to that to that to that particular thought process of this is the TVA and this is the only way to think and we're going to believe what the TVA tell us. Although she was sort of in on 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 things as well, because obviously she Correct. was Judge Venslayer. Um Then finding out that there's more to this to this TVA than what they believed was really interesting. Yeah, but I know we want to get towards episode six. Yes, uh, the final episode of the season. Um, what what an episode of television that was, and what yeah. and uh, before we talk about maybe this particular episode, obviously we want to make sure make people aware of the fact that. Um, we know we are aware of the allegations against Jonathan Majors. Uh, we do not condone these particular allegations. We don't know whether they're they're true or factual yet. That's yet to be decided. 
but our conversation we more based upon the character and the acting performance uh, from Jonathan Majors in this in this series. Um, but yeah, we take these allegations seriously, obviously. Um, of course. So yeah, throwing that out there before we deep dive into episode six. Yeah, I think was I think that was probably the episode six monologue was maybe my favorite MCU monologue of all time, mm. and that includes the films. I'm just an MCU monologue of all time. There's a few really good ones, like obviously Thanos is in there. Do you know what I mean? Even, even um, Loki's conversation with Black uh, with Black uh, Widow in the in the uh, Avengers that was outstanding. Do you know what I mean? Um, like just uh, obviously, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Captain America's uh, conversation with uh, an Iron Man. Um, you know about. Um, in what did you what did you love? Civil War? Yeah. When they're talking about like, you know, signing the accords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy conversation. But that monologue, yeah, between uh, Jonathan Majors and uh, Tom Hilston was just What was it for you? The acting performance for Majors it was outstanding. It yeah. it reminded me of uh Heath Ledger in, in The Joker. I absolutely had that as a note. You're lying. Mothers. That's what we do, baby. That as a note. Yeah, it was he's such a he just embraced the role of this of this genius lunatic, you know, of somebody that knows everything, but he's burdened by by, by knowing everything. He doesn't want to know everything. He, 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 he doesn't care if he lives or dies, but he knows his purpose. Do you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I think the term God has been used so much, and he even says it in the monologue. Like, like, like he talks about like you know God this and, that and God that, and but, but people don't really know like mm. the powers like behind the the, the the universe. And he was like, if they knew, they would all go crazy. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And he was part of that, and he was he was essentially he didn't care about saving the, 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 the universe. He was he I mean, he he cared about holding it together, preservation. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. he was like with. With and with preservation comes sacrifice. People have to die. People have to do this. Whatever happens, blah 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 blah. And he was good of that, and he was telling the truth. He was telling the truth, and he was telling the truth because you know he said, look, and he when he told his story was amazing as well. By the way, when he and I loved it because as the like as of like the, of the different kangs of, of yeah of of the different kangs, like as a comic book fan, um, uh, no, no, I think it's Victor Timely who we're about to meet in season two, mm-hmm. who's a different kang. Um, uh, uh, Nathaniel Richards, Richards, who was in Aquaman, um, that's a different kind, obviously. Um, uh, and yeah, just Aquaman? like, um, uh, Atman, uh, Quantumania, okay. that was that was uh, that was Nathaniel Richards, um, and stuff like that. And they all so, have so, sorry, so not all the Kangs are Nathaniel Richards, no. no. So the one that we're, we're about to meet is Victor Timely. Oh, I thought it was different versions of Nathaniel Richards, no, no, so so he. Um, he 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 like realizes that like the, the original kind who that's the, the one that we saw right yeah. okay he realizes that there's different versions of him but they might all not have the same same as like how like um, how like um, um, Mary Jane is 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 Mary Jane versus Gwen Stacy it's different it's different well, Gwen Stacy Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane different versions of each other no but yes if that makes sense okay so there so there's there may not be another Mary Jane in a different universe. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Gwen Stacy's the love interest in that universe. Mm-hmm. So there's always a love interest. It's not the characters that are, are, are parallel, it's the storylines that are parallel. Okay. That's what the difference is. Okay. So Garfield's okay. Gwen Stacy is Toby Maguire's MJ. And, exactly. Um, Tom Holland's MJ as well. Yes. But there was going to be MJ in, in Amazing Spider Man. Yes. But obviously, 
MCU came in and made it bigger, mm-hmm. so they changed it. You know what I'm saying? I think one but, of the most interesting things about uh, the characterization of He Who Remains was the strangeness and the menacing aspects of it. So your likenessness, your your likening, sorry, to uh, Hugh Heath Ledger's um, Joker performance is brilliant because his willingness and acceptance of death was so similar to the Joker's in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Like, the Joker was gone. Mm. And I think, obviously, he remains had been doing this for such a long time, but he, yeah, I'm, I'm, you guys can have this. I've yeah. done my part. Because, and obviously, the realisation was, he he said, I'm, gonna be, I'm, gonna, I'm coming back. Mm. So I'm good. Mm. And I think that was what was so so interesting about his, his performance. Yeah. And also, for me, the way they managed to advance the lore and the mythology of the MCU oh. through a simple conversation between three characters yeah. is is one of the strongest aspects of that episode and probably the Loki season as a whole. Yeah. Is that they one conversation completely opens the MCU universe and the lore and the mythology. It's beautiful. Uh, I, I, and joy is, I actually think yeah, Loki um, set up the MCU for failure. Come, oh. I, I, I just think like the series is after that had to match that level of surprise that had to match that level of like writing, you know, and it just didn't, you know, do you know what I mean? And I think that was a problem. I think that if, I think that uh, Loki sh- should have been the first one, not, 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 not the third. I think it should have been, should have been immediately after Endgame. And, and I actually think it was set for that. I think they moved it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Things were moved around, yeah. Yeah, I think they, I th- yeah, I think they moved it, but I actually think it would have helped a lot more if that was the case. And then if one division if if one division came third, not 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 um first. Um but I understand obviously they you know, COVID, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. things 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 had to move. I just you know what it is, I'm just so I'm, I was so impressed by it and it showed how good of an actor Tom Hilson is in different tones. For the, the whole range, monologue, the range, he, he went through like anger. He and then he was like understanding, sitting down. And then he was confused. Then he was like, "Wait a minute!" Like, and he realizes there's, there's a point here where he realizes, "Yo, I don't matter. She doesn't matter. Like, none of this matters. If we don't cons- like preserve this, nothing matters. Mm. Literally, nothing matters. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And no one's gonna know." Do you know what I mean? So he and that's something that Loki doesn't understand, right? Everything he does is 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 a show. Everything you mean he prior, does prior Loki, so Loki. Yeah, all right, right. yeah. It's a it's a it's it's a show. If, if he saves someone, he wants someone to know about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And if he kills, if he someone, kills he someone, someone, he wants someone to know about it. Yeah. I mean, he's very loud about it. So he had to sit there and understand that if I take this on, I need to do this knowing that no one in the universe is going to know that I'm doing this. Yeah, not one person. Yeah, I was going insane too. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 an incredible like un, un, um, understanding, and it's a very difficult role for Jonathan Majors to play as Kang uh, moving forward because he's, he has to play various various versions of him. It's probably one of the toughest aspects of acting, right? Yeah. yeah, one of the hardest ones, man. And um, um, I'm I'm so glad that, that we got a, a a a a black actor to to play that role. Um, because Kang and all his storylines are like um, if you if you read the, the comic books the storylines with Kang are just so convoluted it's mm-hmm. so confusing but that allows for the films to be anything do you yeah. know what I mean when, they, when they're more like direct like, like the Iron Man story and stuff there's not much you can do after you hit a couple stories even Spider-Man but with Kang they're so convoluted he's in so many universes so many different things like he, he like, it's very very weird but it's fantastic I think one of the other strengths of this series is sort of the introspect- introspective look at the relationship between Loki and Sylvie you've got to remember they barely had met each other yeah 
they'd met what probably I'm gonna assume two to three weeks prior, this mm. is estimate. And the development of their relationship, partly because they know each other. Mm. They know they know each other based upon they're the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and But then he, he does sacrifice himself for her. Yes. Uh on episode five. I, I, five or four, and then that's when I, I think she let her guard down a little bit, and then, yeah, it was like it was like a mirroring of what he done for Thor with with Thanos that he can do the ultimate sacrifice play. What sorry, uh, quoting a uh, Captain Rogers, Cap- um, my but yeah, the ultimate like sacrifice play for the great good. You know what I mean? And he done that for her, and he doesn't know her like he said for, mm. for that long. And I think after that, the trust was well, what we thought was trust. Yeah. But it was more, I guess, comfortability. And one of the things that He Who Remains did was offered Loki and Sylvie exactly what they had wanted at a particular point in their life. Yeah. And I think that showed, the following actions of Loki and Sylvie showed the growth in their character. Loki was, so Loki was offered the Infinity Stones and a chance to kill Thanos. He said no. Whereas Sylvie was offered, the, I can't remember what particularly she was offered by mm. He Who Remains. But she was tempted by that in the end and she ended up completely shattering the timeline through killing, killing Kang. Even though he told her this is, because she 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 she, she didn't past, believe it. Her pastor as well. She, she didn't was, believe it. Yeah, she was troubled by her past. It's trauma. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm really looking forward to seeing um, what Loki season two looks like. Yeah. Do you have much of an idea of what to expect? Obviously, you said Victor Timely's here. Yes, uh, Victor. Have you, seen any, have you seen any of the trailers? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. I've seen all of them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Victor, every time he's here, it seems like um, Loki and Mobius are going to be um, searching for great duo. For yeah, what? it's going to be because obviously at the end of season one, the Mobius I meet is not the same Mobius. It's not. Do you think it's going to link up with the older Mobius? Or I hope he does. I think um, they're either going to have like a memory slayer where like they he do the same thing and like they play him like a different like the what mm-hmm. how, you know what he's missed you know uh, cheat code it or yeah. You know, they, they might they might find a different uh, Mobius, but when we see the post credit scene at the end of Aqu- um, I said Ant Man Man Quantum Mania, um, it seems like they or he's already on board. <laughs> like, but again, that's what it seems like, and it could be anything. So um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But listen, uh, all I know is that I think that they they they're going on a journey to find certain pieces within the timeline for the preservation of the of the universe i think that loki and and mobius have to believe that one of the kangs isn't as insane as what he who remains said you know what i mean and they're gonna go and uh look for that um but it's obviously this is all set up for secret wars and 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 that stuff and you know kang dynasty and kang dynasty and we're also hearing that like that, that um Deadpool is going to be the direct link to to Secret Wars, like With the Fox universe, right? Apparently, yeah. yeah. Apparently, there's there's going to be like a massive for that. So, um, we're, we're, you know, we're hearing that season two Loki um, goes right into Kang Dynasty, and then Deadpool goes right into Secret Wars. So we'll see how that how, how that how that. I'm really excited. Really excited. Yeah, man. Post releasing podcast. Yeah. So so I've run out. Is yes, there? Let's go. Cheers. This is a post-credit scene podcast brought to you by 14HQ.